0: Hey Urban, it's so great to see you, even if it's through a screen, hopefully you are enjoying your suburban groups tonight, First Suburban for the term, it's pretty exciting. Um, We've had such a great term so far exploring the theme of Awaken and we've had such great words so far from Pastor Andrew and from JL last week. I'm pretty excited to be bringing you the word tonight, it's a a good one so um, I encourage you if you can, take notes. If you need to pause this video to find pen and paper, then please do so. That's completely fine. I can wait. Um, Otherwise, if you are prepared, then let's get into it. So, tonight's topic that I'll be talking about is Awaken Your Prayer Life. So, if we want to live um, life to its fullest in Christ, we need to awaken our prayer life um, and realise how powerful prayer really is. Um, Prayer is one of the most powerful things that Jesus has given us beside himself, so awakening our prayer life. Point number one for all you note takers is awakening our prayer life means developing our devotion. So what I mean by that, developing our devotion, is spending time with God daily, every single day. Um, So that means spending time in prayer to God by worshipping him getting into the word um, every single day. What prayer really is, is just a fancy word for talking to God, so communication with God, which is actually a privilege, being able to talk to the creator of this universe. It's a pretty cool thought, really. Um, So God invites us into his presence. He wants us to spend time in his presence. Getting to know him means talking to him every day. It's just like getting to know a friend. You can't get to know someone if you don't talk to them and spend time with them. So it's exactly the same with God. You can't build a relationship with God if you don't talk to him every day and spend time with him every day. You can know him as father. All you have to do is come to him just as you are. He's not asking you to fix your life before you come. Um, In fact, He says, bring all your insecurities, bring all your doubts and your fears and your pain. But I'll tell you this, they're not gonna last very long um, in the presence of God. So you can absolutely bring all of those things. Um, In fact, you can pour out all your emotions. You can come to God with all of your anger, all of your frustration, all of it. Because he wants us to pour out our hearts to him, just as he pours out his heart to us. I know God has definitely copped some very angry words from me from time to time, but that's okay That's okay because I know that God can take it. He is God. If you look at King David, for example, um, he was known as a man after God's own heart. And David was the one who wrote all the Psalms in the Old Testament. Um, What the Psalms basically are, are David's diary entries. When you're reading the Psalms, you're reading David's diary entries. So David had many emotions, as you can see in the Psalms. He had a Psalm for every single emotion, for his best days, for his absolute worst days, um, for the days where he was worried sick, for the days where he was full of praise for God. He's got a Psalm for every single one of them. And he was a, He was a guy who had a real and raw relationship with god here's a few little snippets uh, of some psalms that david wrote psalm 17 verse 6 i am praying to you because i know you will answer O god bend down and listen as i pray psalm 102 verse 17 he will listen to the prayers of the destitute psalm 145 verse 18 the lord is close to all who call on him yes to all who call on him in truth Only someone who has a relationship with God can write things like this. And David had a real and raw relationship with God. A quote that I actually came across the other day, um, I really liked, so I'm gonna share with you guys, it says, God is not bothered by our constant coming and asking. The way to travel God is to not come at all. So God wants to spend time with you. So to awaken your prayer life, you need to develop your devotion to God. The reason why prayer is so important is because it plugs you into the power source. One moment in God's presence can change everything. When you spend time with God, he renews your mind, he renews your strength, he transforms your heart. Have you ever noticed uh, Anytime you spend a lot of time with a particular person, be it a close friend or a family member or just someone you see a lot of, you start to pick up certain phrases that they say or certain mannerisms that they do or actions that they often do. You start to pick those things up because you spend so much time with them. It's exactly the same with God. The more time you spend with Him, the more he turns you into Jesus, which is a pretty cool thought if you ask me. Another reason why prayer is so important uh, is because your prayer life is dynamically connected to all other areas of your life. Prayer is important for your relationship with God but in saying that prayer isn't just for you, prayer is intended to go beyond the four walls of your home as well because your calling isn't just about you. God uses prayer to awaken things within us, the things of his heart and his desires within us. So my question to you is, if God answered all your prayers this week, would it change just your world or would it change the rest of the world around you? Point number two, awakening our prayer life means to partner with God. If you've got your Bibles, turn to Luke, chapter 18, uh, verses 1 to 8. One day Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. There was a judge in a certain city, he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly, saying, Give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant requests. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the son of man returns, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? So while God can answer prayers instantly, he's also not a genie. God is a God of process. If we want to awaken our prayer life, we've got to get familiar with endurance. And this sometimes means praying for certain things for weeks or for months or for years, sometimes decades this is the 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 kind of endurance that we need. God is looking for a faithful people. I believe we need to develop an attitude of I'm going to pray for this thing for as long as it takes until I get an answer. We live in a very instant society where if we need the answer to something it's right at our fingertips or if we need something we can We can get it instantly, but this kind of attitude won't get us very far in the kingdom of God. We need an attitude of endurance. There were so many people in the Bible who uh, pleaded and prayed to God for decades upon decades and finally saw their answer come through. They were faithful to God, just as God is faithful to them. God not only works through our prayers but he also works on us as we pray so this often means uh, developing persistence and perseverance in order to see our prayers answered God doesn't change he is a God who has stayed the same from age to age he does not change at all so our prayers can never manipulate God our prayers can never change his mind but what prayer does change is our heart so have faith to partner with God and his will no matter what it takes have faith-filled prayers did you know your prayers can move mountains so it says in Matthew 17 verse 20 You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth, if you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. So maybe for some of you who are watching tonight, maybe you have mountains in your life right now and maybe those mountains are anxiety or maybe the mountains are depression or something so huge in your life right now that you don't see a way around jesus says even if you have faith as small as a mustard seed mustard seeds are tiny so if you have faith um, that size you can speak to those mountains in your life to move And don't forget that we pray to a God who is so much bigger than the mountains that are in our life right now. Daniel chapter three, verse 16 to 18. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. There is something so powerful about someone who says, even if God doesn't come through, I'm still going to serve him anyway, even if he doesn't give me the answer that I'm looking for. That is the kind of faith that we need To be faithful to god and to endure so these three men um, in chapter three of daniel were about to be thrown into the fire um, for not bowing down to these golden statues and these idols they were committed to god but they said even if god doesn't rescue us we're still going to serve him and we're still not going to bow down to these idols or these false gods that's the kind of faith that we need pray according to his will, his will. So this means uh, praying the word, praying the scriptures. You can absolutely supercharge your prayer life by praying the scriptures directly from the Bible. Um, the scriptures were inspired by God himself. So praying this is so powerful. If you don't know how to pray the scriptures, here's a little example. We were just reading from Matthew chapter 17, verse 20 which says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. You can take that verse and pray something like, God, I pray that you would give me the faith uh, to move the mountains in my life. You can start with something as simple as that. Point number three. I've actually been looking forward to this point for this entire message so point number three awakening our prayer life means activating the miraculous in our life turn to daniel chapter 10 uh, verses 1 to 14. so this is quite a chunk of scripture in the third year of the reign of king cyrus of persia Daniel had another vision. He understood that the vision concerned events certain to happen in the future, times of war and great hardship. When this vision came to me, I, Daniel, had been in mourning for three whole weeks. All that time I had eaten no rich food, no meat or wine crossed my lips, and I used no fragrant lotions until those three weeks had passed. On April 23rd, as I was standing on the bank of the great Tigris River, I looked up and saw a man dressed in linen clothing with a belt of pure gold around his waist. His body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning and his eyes flames like torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze and his voice roared like a vast multitude of people. Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men with me saw nothing, but they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide. So I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. My strength left me, and my face grew deathly pale, and I felt very weak. Then I heard the man speak, and when I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground. Just then a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling, to my hands and knees. And the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God, so listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I have been sent to you. When he said this to me, I stood up, still trembling. Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel, since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer. But for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels came to help me and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. Now I am here to explain what will happen to your people in the future. this vision concerns a time yet to come. So what was happening in that passage was Daniel had received a vision of um, hardship and war that was about to happen to the people and this greatly concerned Daniel. So Daniel entered prayer and fasting for three whole weeks um, and he, he didn't stop praying until he got an answer, until this angel came to him so the man that Daniel was speaking to was an angel now what happened was that the angel came to Daniel and said to him the very first day that you started praying your request was heard in heaven but the reason why it took three weeks for you to get an answer was because there was a spiritual battle happening so the spirit prince of Persia Uh, also known as an evil spirit was blocking this angel from getting to Daniel. Um, So sometimes when we pray, uh, sorry all of the time when we pray it opens up the spiritual realm Um, and sometimes things are happening in the spiritual realm that we are not even aware of just like in this passage there was a spiritual battle happening while Daniel was praying. So prayer is a weapon. That is how powerful prayer is. Sometimes we don't realize the authority that God has given us through prayer because if we did realize our authority, we would be praying a lot more than we are now. So know your authority. We activate um, the authority that Jesus has given us through prayer. Our authority comes from nowhere else except relationship with the authority himself. Luke chapter 10 verse 19 to 20 says look I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them nothing will injure you but don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you rejoice because your names are registered in heaven so Jesus says that he has given us the authority over all of the power of the enemy Prayer is so powerful that there are actually dangers that come with prayerlessness. Prayerlessness meaning when we don't pray. Um, So when we we don't pray, that leads to slumber. Slumber meaning the opposite of being awake. Um, So we need to be awakened, which happens through prayer. When we don't pray that also gives opportunity for the enemy to sneak in and distract us and to pull us away from God. So prayer awakens us and keeps us vigilant. Every time you pray and worship it activates power. Every time you read the word it activates power. So know the authority that you have been given through prayer. So just in closing, We are living in a current time where we cannot afford to be stagnant. Um, We need to be awakened in our prayer life and we need to be the faithful people that God is looking for. So just before we finish up, um, can I suggest to you to get into your groups, your suburban groups, and just spend a bit of time praying together now that you know how powerful that prayer really is. Um, If you don't want to get into groups, if your groups are too big, then feel free to split into pairs um, and let each other know of any prayer requests that you may have and just spend some time praying. And on that note, let's pray and close there. So God, we thank you for how incredible you are Um, and thank you that we can pray to you, Lord. We thank you that we can talk to you at any moment of the day. I pray that you would help us to awaken our prayer life, to spend time with you every single day, to develop our devotion, to partner with you, and to realize how powerful prayer is in the authority that you have given us. Lord, help us to be a faithful people just as you are faithful to us. In Jesus' name, amen.